0: here we go one two three four welcome to bothering the band my name is ryan Binek. with me as always is the tea drinking producer of this shit abigail ann levy abby say hi to the people
1: hello to the people
0: <laughs> oh man i want i want to i know that you're i know both sides of you and one time i want i want the feisty loud abby to come out when you say hello to the people Anyways, we have a great show today. We have the one and only Pete Yorn, and this episode is just truly magical from from start to finish. Everyone go listen to his new album, Hawaii. Listen to his song, Opal, from the previous album. Thanks to his, uh, his PR person, Claire, for making this a reality. Ladies and gentlemen, bothering the band with Pete Yorn.
2: hey hey you guys how are you what's going on welcome to bothering the band pete hey nice to see you thanks for having me
0: yeah so my name's ryan this is abby um we're we're beyond excited and i'm just going to throw it out there first and foremost you're talking to a couple 90s kids so strange condition just hits and we're we're beyond honored to have you on the pod.
2: Well, I'm honored to be here and I appreciate it you having me. So, very cool.
0: Yeah, and thanks to to Claire and uh
2: for hooking it up. Claire's the best.
0: We kind of fly by the seat of our pants here, you know. Um we we've only won a couple pulitzers for music journalism, so uh now we can do whatever we want.
2: We got to add we got to add a third one to that list. <laughs>
0: How's your day, Pete?
2: My day, you know, I can't complain. It's a nice day. It's a good day. Hung out with my puppy. I got a haircut. My wife was like, my hair was really long earlier today. And uh, my wife, it, it was like it was like down down to here, I think, like all one length, crazy. And my wife was like, that's it. You need a cut. You're getting a cut. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. So I cut it, I cut it off today. But it grows fast. So I'll come back.
0: Well, I'm happy you I'm happy you brought that up because we actually have one question is long hair or short hair, Pete?
2: Both. I mean, for me or for people?
0: <laughs> ah, there are no <laughs> rules. There are no rules to your answers on bothering the band. So I'll leave it yeah. at two.
2: I think if for anybody, if you go in, fa- if you can go in phases, you could have have a long hair phase, short hair phase, mix it up. Uh, that's what that's what I do. It's funny. I'd like I had really short hair when I was a teenager, and up until freshman year of college, I was like obsessed with Morrissey, and I kind of like wanted to have that cut, you know. But um, mm-hmm. it, it never really looked like that. It looked more like uh, vanilla ice or something like that. <laughs> but um, then, you know, I get to college up in Syracuse, and uh, I start growing my hair out. I remember what, I was like, I want hair like Ethan Hawke or something like that. I was like, I want that like kind of long, cool hair. I remember thinking, and I see pictures of me sophomore year where I had grown out like that. And then it got crazy long, and I had it long for a while. And then I kind of got roped. Once I like put my music out, I kind of kind of got roped into this one hairstyle that I had, you know, in most of my pictures and i kind of kept it for a long time and then during the during the quarantine pandemic my hair got just really grown out long like almost like down to here and when i had to get it cut it was for a movie where it it takes place in the 20s and it was a period piece and so i had this had to just shave it cut it all off and uh that was fun and it was really i came home uh, back to the hotel, and my wife saw me, and she was like, "Ah!" And my little girl, my daughter, was with us too, and she was like, "What the heck did they do to you?" And I was like, "It's for it's for a movie," and uh, <laughs> and uh, but it was it was liberating in a way. It was like I had fun with it. People, you know, my friends would see me, and I posted a picture of it, but I didn't really say what it was for at the time. And they were like, "What the fuck?" You know, they were like they would never seen me in over twenty years look different, and uh, it was fun. Um, but then that grew back eventually, and now you know, here we are with a uh, kind of kind of like my standard standard pair right now a little shorter but standard look
0: standard piece. and i and i shaved
2: it. i had a beard going like you too but it was getting starting to get too itchy they get that i get that little like in between moment where i'm like ah it's starting to drive me crazy and i just had to take it off so yeah
0: um so how are you and where are you
2: i'm well i'm in los angeles california yeah at my house i'm home uh cool. right now and you I'm got good. a
0: cool painting behind you
2: oh thanks that's called the weed that won the west and that is by an artist named eric Ernest johnson wow cool. and uh he he's an old friend of mine and uh yeah i love it i like it
0: shout out to eric he's a big listener he might be Eric Ernest Johnson. I wrote that down. I can't wait to check out his stuff. Um, we're, I'm going to dive into the dumb shit. Well, any are there any ukulele notes on Hawaii?
2: There's not one hint of ukulele on Hawaii.
0: Oh, we're just kidding. We know we've listened to that record front to back. Well, Um, it's a, it's a
2: a reasonable question though. You know? Yeah. I'm going to tell you something else The the out, the cover, the water, it's not Hawaii. Mind prepare for the mines to be blown. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I know what it is. Abby, I think knows what it is as well, Uh, but tell the people what it is.
2: It's a pool in the back in, in the, in the San Fernando Valley, Los Angeles area. Yeah. It's just a pool. And if you flip it over, you realize that at the back of the album cover, if you're playing detective, you know, it shows that it, it is, there is a picture of a pool on the back, but some people don't put it together that that was, you know, what it was.
0: I like that. I like that little anecdote. And I, and I must say that uh, the, the album is fantastic, man. It, Thanks. It's, Thanks.
2: it's truly
0: amazing. We, I love it. Um, which leads us to our next question. How do you describe your music?
2: um that's that's a good question uh you know I used to say you know to keep it simple for people I was like it's like a there's like a blend between you know like Springsteen and Morrissey you know or something like that or New Order and like you know because I always I grew up in Jersey and I always loved you know I didn't love Springsteen growing up but I loved everything British I love Britpop and and the smiths and the cure and new order joy division all that stuff as you guys probably know and it and i always I, I i remember early on having fun blending that together with like acoustic guitars and and roots american roots rock or canadian roots rock you know neil young or like son bold or you know uh you know rem and 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 kind of playing playing with that kind of hybrid sound a little bit so that's what i used to say and then, I don't know, I get more focused on lyrics now and what i'm what i what I tried to say over the years, and you know a lot of it goes over people's heads, man, you know like i, I I've always been drawn to like not you know sometimes i sometimes I really feel like I want to spell things out clearly, and other times I make these records that they're really kind of esoteric and cryptic with the way that I phrase uh words and the words that I choose, and it was funny yesterday I was in the studio. With Jackson who I made you know caretakers in Hawaii with and I had a phrase I wanted to say I said I had written it down home home is something you know the, the, there's the cliche of home is where the heart is and I couldn't say it I wanted to I, I was like I can't say this it's too it's like a cliche so I said home is I said, like home is where you're part of, or where you're, where the part is, or something like that. And I was like, well, that's just dumb. That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, you know what, Pete? You're so fucking esoteric sometimes. Just go with the cliche. It might just in this in the context of everything else and the other vagueness that you're gonna present, no matter what. It, you might, it might be good to have a little tent pole of a cliche line thrown in there once in a while. And I did put it in there. Now it's kind of like my favorite line in the song: "Home is where your heart is." And it kind of makes the story of the song make more sense to me now in a weird way. And so my instinct there was to like lean into it because the rest of the stuff I knew would take it away from there anyway. Um, and I'm, I'm rambling. I'm on a whole, I don't even know what the hell you asked me. But, but <laughs> No, you asked me, how would I describe my music? That's what I think you asked you did me. a
0: good job. The, um, I, I think you, you took a left turn, but I, I, I applaud it all. Will my brain, apply? my
2: brain takes many left turns. It's, it, it, it process it and then it floods and then it goes, it goes in lots of different directions. Yeah.
0: Well, you are in the right place and, and don't put a filter on that for this, for this podcast. I listened
2: to his, some of the David Cross interview today oh, cool, and thanks. Uh, I love David Cross and, um and uh, it was a fun interview and he's, I mean, he's hilarious. I'm like a big old Mr. Show fan. and And I just, you know, know the genius of david cross and it was so cool that 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 you guys had him on the show but it was so funny how much he hates florida uh <laughs> yes. he's, just, he's just going off it, i don't even think he was shtick like i think you know he's very you know clear about his politics and all that and that's cool and i love that but i think he just hates florida and i I could see maybe some of his stand-up routine might if he has like some of the wrong people there but why would they be at a david Cross? they might not know what they're getting themselves into i guess uh but uh, yeah, he's, he's awesome. That was, that was cool to hear.
0: Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for listening to that. That, yeah, that was uh, that was inc- like a huge, I, we grew up also uh, Mr. Show fans and I can't believe like the, everything came together for that episode to happen. And then he did our live episode in New York.
2: Oh, when you guys went up there?
0: Yeah, we did a live episode in Brooklyn last uh, Ju- July and he graciously rode his bike and and joined us for the fun
2: nice because yeah you were, you were talking about you were going to new york and it was gonna be are you the same producer is that you yeah, yeah that's me and, <laughs> and it was gonna be your first time in new york it i was. think yeah did you yeah. enjoy it you had a good time
1: it was a really good time i had a lot great. of
2: fun yeah it's a great city it's awesome yeah
0: i consider it home that is a great city we did uh, los angeles your neck of the woods in may of last year so that was where'd you do it hotel cafe oh yes yes it was was loads of fun and um i mean los angeles is so much fun if you can fart around and do do cool uh cool music stuff so
2: yes absolutely had lots of fun here over the years yes
0: okay let's uh let's keep this train running what are your mornings like
2: um my mornings are beautiful um i usually i'm like i'm pretty these days i i, I go to bed early and i get up early because i got a little seven-year-old daughter who's in first grade and uh i gotta get her to the bus stop by 7 uh, 40 the bustle the bustle oil spotter if she's not there by seven forty a.m uh and if if not, then I could take her right to school and get her there by like, you know, 7:45, 8. But um, yeah, I like to go to bed early and and I, I get up early with her and my wife and have a cup of coffee, get her to 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 the bus, come home and then get a get a try and get a workout in like at least m- Monday through Saturday, uh jump and rope. And uh, yeah, we saw your it's featured, video. it's featured in the Elizabeth Taylor video. That's it. That's yeah, it. We saw it. Yes, absolutely. Um <laughs> good form, uh, good form. <laughs> that was like, oh, I'm doing this again. But um yeah, you know, and then once I do that, uh, you know, a lot of times like if my wife my wife um has a jewelry uh company, um she makes beautiful jewelry and, and a lot of the stuff gets uh, uh uh handled downtown. Um so a lot of times I'll drive her downtown and uh uh, get a parking ticket waiting for her. Um, they give parking tickets now, you know, like they used to like, if you're like parked in like a red zone, but you're in your car and it's running or you're parked, like, you know, like somewhere you're not supposed to be that like someone will knock on your window. Hey, move it, move it. Or they'll like, uh, you know, give you some warning now, two times this has happened. All of a sudden I get in the mail at my business office they just give you the ticket, like no warning. No, they're just, they're just, they'll just nail you. So now I've learned my lesson. Is it like uh, a camera that sees? Maybe it's a camera. Maybe, I don't know. All, all I know is I don't, there's no one like coming up to me saying here or saying move or anything. Uh, they'll just pinch you and you'll get it in the mail. So, you know, it's ingenious, rather ingenious. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I learned my lesson from that, but yeah, cruise her downtown, sometimes go to the studio, you know, um just depends like what's kind of happening in my life at the time but the typical day the main thing make sure i get my ass up get get my girl to school that's the main the main goal i know
0: i know that game i have an eight-year-old daughter and uh i get up i get up very early to do a bunch of work before taking her to school so i get up at like five and then take her to school at eight
2: wow Um, that's great that's what you know That's like stoic shit, you know, like getting up early like that. They say like before that, there's a, there's this opportunity. If you don't mind getting up early, my wife's up super early too with the, with the puppy of a puppy as well. But if you don't mind that like time before the world really starts going, you can get a lot done. It's like these magic early hours. Um, So that's, that's great that you're able to do that.
0: Yeah, I get a lot of uh, bothering the band stuff done, and then I, you know, before and then after I take her to school, then I'll do you know my day job, um, which is also writing. But uh, yeah, get all the fun stuff done in the morning. Create. I'm very creative in the morning. I know. Uh, I'm gonna let Abby ask a, a a puppy question, and then I'm gonna. I have another question as well.
1: What kind of puppy is it?
0: <laughs> there it's, we go.
2: It's a, mi- a miniature Australian Labradoodle. So she's just like a, you know, like a fancy mutt, really. Mm -hmm. She's apparently, uh, she's nothing Australian about her, except the breed was created in Australia to be a hypoallergenic guide dog. Um, So she hasn't, she doesn't shed at all. I haven't seen one hair except when like, maybe when she gets brushed a little bit, but that's pretty rad, but she's so sweet and she wouldn't be a good guard dog. If someone broke in, she would like just roll over, like rub my belly, rub my belly but she's, she's amazing. Like my wife and my daughter really wanted this pet. I've never had a, a dog. I didn't grow up with dogs. I had some fish, but my wife had like seven Rottweilers up in Connecticut where she grew up. So she was used to having a lot of animals and, uh, she really wanted to be able to have for my daughter to have a, a pet like that. And, uh, I, uh, I resisted it for some time cause I'm kind of a commitment phobe, and, uh, now it's the greatest thing. I'm so like, I love this dog so much. And, uh, and uh, she's just, she's the best. She just got spayed. That it's been a week in the, uh, it was a week on Monday. So there's a few more days. She's got like a cone around her, around her head right now and she can't run around yet. And we're trying to keep her chill. Um, cause they said it's like 10 days and two weeks at least like keep her mellow. So she's, I feel bad for her cause she has so much pent up energy. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you know, it's, it's tough. Uh, I I'm, I can't wait till she's fully healed up and it, it's going well. And, and then she could, we could start running around again because she needs it.
1: She's going to have some crazy
0: zoomies that
1: first
2: yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, that's it. So, uh, two things. One, what's the name of your wife's jewelry company? Give it a shout out.
2: Shout out to Elizabeth Bell, Elizabeth Bell with an S not a Z, uh, jewelry. And, uh, she, makes beautiful stuff a lot of one-of-a-kind stuff a lot of works with like a lot of opals um a lot of uh, uh i think was a bit the inspiration for my song opal which i have a song called opal on caretakers but um she uh yeah she's she, she's been doing it for like i want to say like in a flash it's been over 10 years i think you know and uh she was a, a model for years and did really well with that growing up and And uh, at some point it was like, all right, well, moving on. And she decided to get into this jewelry business. And she's she's done really well with it. And so I like helping her out too. Like when I'm home, if I'm not on tour, I'm here. I'm like, let's go. I'll drive you wherever you like. I love driving her downtown. And like, you know, I used to go in all the time and, you know, see all of her manufacturers and watch her pick stones and all that stuff is always very interesting to me. And I just love being her, you know, little assistant you know i love it and her chauffeur it's great yeah
0: i was gonna say wingman but uh i'll I'll let you go with your well that's her
2: nickname her nickname is bird so it's a good name wingman
0: oh there you go man you can use that don't don't even (laughs) give us credit um i was also what movie were you in
2: um I, i i still can't won't name the movie if you dig around you might be able to find it because i still don't i'm not like superstitious i'm like i'm gonna end up on the cutting room floor and I'm never even going to be in it, but I will say it's a 1920s uh, kind of a, a, a Western, uh, tell important chapter in history, kind of an ugly chapter in American history. Um, uh, and it's supposed to come out, you know, hopefully in the late spring. Uh, so I hear that I'm in it. I hear that I made it, but I, I, you know, it's still too early for me to shout it out. So I won't do it yet.
0: Okay. Can I ask, do you have lines?
2: Yes. Okay. I do all. I do all such a cool cool stuff in it. It's not a huge role or anything like that, you know. Um, but it's it's something when it when it does come and if it does work out, you'll see you like, oh, I get it. like it is it's kind of epic and so I'm excited about it. Uh, but I don't want to jinx it yet so <laughs>
0: okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, you had mentioned your song Elizabeth Taylor. It's a great song and now we're talking movies. I have a question. What's your favorite Elizabeth Taylor film? Hmm. And I know the song is a metaphor, blah, blah, blah. Throw that out the window. We're talking superficialities here.
2: Yeah. I can't, you know, I mean, I'm not like some Elizabeth Taylor film buff to be, I'm not going to pretend that I am. And, and uh, there's a different reason. The reference of that is in the song, which I think you understand. Um, But I will say uh who's afraid of virginia wolves fucking crazy fucking movie um and i believe uh that was pretty intense i'll go with that answer uh for now
0: that's a good one have either of you and abby you can chime in here uh ever seen butterfield eight
2: i've never seen it but i heard it's great and there's a beautiful one sheet of that at my friend's house She's had it on the wall for years and I always see it and I'm always like that's a really cool, you know, like the movie poster you know, yeah. of it uh, and it has really cool font and uh, yeah, it's like Dial Butterfield 8 or something like that. You yeah, know. so
0: I, I, I love the book and I've, it's not, obviously it's not the same but it still holds up still holds up.
2: I gotta check the movie out.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Um, and this is prime. Liz Taylor too you know she's stunning she's uh, yeah,
2: she's younger she's, than that I like she's doing
0: a, some great work. highly recommend okay we'll we'll stick with the the pop culture here. Flintstones or Jetsons.
2: I love both, but I'm gonna go with Flintstones um. uh <laughs> Flintstones just just go a little deeper um uh and that barney rubble is a he- heck of an actor
0: <laughs> um so as you you may be recognizing some of these questions uh seem random but they are tailored to some lyrics some song titles some album titles
2: even that uh, sentence you just said, or they're tailored to you just yeah. bring it bring it all home there. <laughs> uh
0: that's how we won our Pulitzer, you know, just little little Easter eggs like that. Okay, this is my favorite question. Are you at all, and you could be honest, a little steamed at Pete Bjorn?
2: The bit Peter Bjorn and John?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> at steamed? What was it like?
0: Steamed, like, like peeved
2: no I, I, I'll tell you a story I mean I don't know if you've heard it or not but back when that when they were really popular like when the young kids young young folks no that's the other band
0: wait pumped up kicks or whatever
2: no pumped up kicks is okay it was yeah. young folks young folks yeah. how do you know how do you know the song that I was thinking I was confusing it with that was a good what
0: we get paid the big bucks to do
2: and no that's crazy dude <laughs> Okay, so Young Folks is out, and I, I really like the song. And then at some point, I was touring a lot back then, and people started like sometimes would be like, Yo, man, like, what's your name? Like, oh, I'm Pete Yorn. And they're like, Oh, man, I love, love that tune, you know? And some people would know who Pete Yorn was, but it was that song was much more popular than anything I'd put out at the time. And uh, they're like, Oh, I love that Young Folks song. And they didn't mean it, you know, like anything. I was like, And so it happened enough times that I was like, I'm just going to start covering this song. And so I started covering, you could find it on YouTube. There's a few videos of it, uh, around, but I was like, I'll just start covering it for fun. And I would tell that story and say, it's like, yeah, people keep asking me about this song. So I figured I might as well play it because I loved it. And it was so fun to sing. I remember I would like drop the guitar for, and I would just sing with the mic, like handheld, which is something I rarely do. And, uh, I remember one time, I think it was Austin city limits festival, uh, we were actually playing, I think, against each other. You know, they were not against, but they were on. They were like literally on at the same time on a different stage. And uh, and I don't know if I realized that or not, but I played it there, um, and uh, we had some fun with it for a little bit, for a little moment. And uh, it was a, it was a little color to the show. It was like, oh, we can talk about that. And because I back then I didn't talk much anyway on stage. I didn't really now I like jabber away on stage. I'll talk like too much. And, and back then i think i just stared at my shoes more often so i had something to say i was like oh there's a story i can tell about this song and why we're playing it and we did a pretty good version of it, it was around 2006 i feel like something like that 2006 2007 in there 2007 maybe. and we played the hell out of it yeah
0: oh man that's that's incredible thanks for uh <laughs> thanks for being a good sport about that super dumb question and we can top it. How do you eat your corn? Corn that's on the a, cob.
2: That's a good question. Um, usually, just on the. I used to be into you know, as a kid, the little the little spears that go in there. The uh, corn,
0: the corn design spears. Yeah, we had those.
2: We <laughs> I mean, still, I still have those now. Um, my daughter loves corn, but now she eats it like you get these giant frozen bags of organic corn like you know off the cob like just the nug- just the kernels uh from like costco or whatever and she just eats she pounds that stuff like every day like corn corn she'll just eat a whole bowl of it with like i'm like you don't need any butter that's so sweet as it is It's my and my dad used to say the same thing to me when i was little and i'm now i'm saying the same thing to her I mean, oh, she, wow. wants the, she wants the butter and the salt i'm like all right whatever you want whatever but um yeah i just eat like if if it's cob i'll just you know I don't need the holder so much. Just eat it. But I like, I like corn and it rhymes with yarn, of course. So. I
0: know we're so transparent. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I asked that this is also just an excuse for me to tell. Like, I don't like same with apples. I like apples sliced and eat them small corn. Uh, if I, if like I was at a barbecue and you were giving me corn on the cob, I would cut it off. Cause it gets all in my teeth,
2: sensitive yeah. teeth. it's still probably gets in your teeth even if you cut it off right i I know but
0: it's not you're not like grinding it off with your chompers you know
2: yeah i just i just sliced an apple up like right before this actually okay Uh, what
0: color we have to know everyone needs to know what color what kind of apple
2: it was a red organic fuji apple i think from rainier maybe it said on the sticker i actually was paying attention to the sticker when i took it off and i did not peel it i just washed it good sliced it up and she wanted some honey on the side to dip it in. I was like, okay, nice, nice bowl.
0: It's like Rosh Hashanah. It was, uh, like, Rush, it was like Rosh Hashanah <laughs> all over again. You got it, kid. Yeah, yeah. I um, I was going to say, we had, who was it, Abby, on, on the pod that was, we asked a dumb apple question. And then they went off. I think it was like Jack O'Pierce.
2: Oh, my gosh. Uh, I remember them.
0: Yeah, you remember them?
2: Yeah. And they
0: went off and they were very hyper specific about <laughs> certain apples to buy. It was very, very funny, and it makes it—you know—you never know what dumb question is gonna. Well, some people, yeah. Click. Like
2: when I was growing up, it was like Macintosh was all we had, like yeah, you know. And my wife loves Macintosh, and they're kind of not so out in California. You could find them, um, but uh, yeah, a good apple sometimes is very nice. Very nice.
0: Oh, of course. You—you uh, you, does your daughter dig the bus?
2: She doesn't mind it. She likes yeah. it. It's a really short ride to school yeah. and it's um it's a long bus, but it's just the lower school. Like her school is a K to 12, but it's uh her bus is like kind of considered it's like they call it the like local shuttle because we live close but we're not supposedly supposed to drive her up to school technically. So she uh she takes that and it's just lower school kids, so there's no like, you know, older kids throwing ham sandwiches at her head or nothing like that you know um but um yeah she uh she doesn't mind it she likes it and there's a lot of nice sweet kids everyone's really sweet and nice and and uh it seems like a nice community
0: i love the bus they don't uh where where i'm at they don't even you have to live very far to ride the bus and so we're relatively close and i just get her and we walk um which brings me to my next question: Have you taken your daughter to see the new Puss in Boots film?
2: Good question. I my, my she just saw it a few days ago. Uh, probably it was a Monday or no, not Monday, maybe Sunday. Uh, my wife took her. We live really close to a theater, and we could walk there. So my wife took her to see it, and I heard it was a little scary. It was, it was like, yes, it it's
0: moments. Yeah, yeah. There,
2: there was this wolf in it. She yeah. like she liked it but I was like, was puss funny? Like normally, cause like, I've seen some really funny stuff, with puss and boots. Like there's this short that's hilarious mm-hmm. from swamp stories. That's really funny. And, and, uh, she said, yeah, it wasn't so funny. And she's like, there was this wolf. I was like, was it scary? She was like, yeah, it was a bit a, little bit, a little bit creepy. She's like, she's like, I jumped in my seat a couple of times. Yeah. I was like this. Yeah. Yeah. And she was <laughs> just like that. <laughs> yeah. It's and so I terrible. was like, but, uh, but uh yeah, she, she liked it. I don't think she loved it, though. Is she? Well, OK,
0: so I, because you just said that, I know when my daughter loves something, we have to talk about it for the next like six days. It's just nonstop. And yeah, same thing. Took her to see. She liked it. But then the next day, it's like it didn't exist. She moved on. Yeah. Whereas, whereas right now, we just recently watched uh, Father of the Bride um Holds Up. And she cannot get enough of it's just constantly she's putting it on, and that's all we've been talking about. Is that the
2: Steve Martin movie,
0: Steve Martin Martin Short? Anchor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, very silly, um like I said, holds up classic in my opinion.
2: I remember at the time loving that movie. Is that yeah. the one? Oh no, that's Parenthood probably. I confuse. Is he in Parenthood too?
0: Steve Martin is in Parenthood, which is and the one where Ke- he- Keanu Reeves is in Parenthood.
2: Keanu was like a young troubled teen dating yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah, like Martha Plimpton, maybe or something. I, heard I, I think her. so.
0: I think so. Yeah. Fun yeah. fact, Abby, Parenthood filmed in our hometown of Orlando, Florida. Oh,
2: excellent. Yeah. I did not know which that. is the one where Steve Martin rides at like some party on the little horse and he falls off and he, and he jumps up. He's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I think I think that I think must be parenthood. Probably yeah, parenthood.
0: They do a party like a like a pe- uh, petting zoo party.
2: Yeah, I think it's yeah, a kids like... party, so that would make sense. Uh, and the yeah. the father of the bride is the one where uh who's that actor who played Balky? That he calls the cake cock. He's like the cock, the cock, right? Is that <laughs> yeah. Is that father of the bride? Yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: Um, can you tell the people why I asked the puss in boots question? And also, does your daughter know?
2: Does my daughter know what?
0: Don't you have a song on one of the Shrek soundtracks?
2: Shrek 2, yeah. She does yeah, know.
0: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, she Bringing
2: loves it. She loves she loves Shrek 2. Yeah, and she that loves must Shrek be one. Pretty
0: cool to have your dad be like, Oh, yeah, that's my cover is it it's a cover too right it's a Buzzcocks cover or something
2: yeah it's a Buzzcocks cover and and nice. uh it uh, was a long time ago now but it's funny that song i think maybe because i don't know shrek too is like has a renaissance on the streaming services or it's being shown a lot globally now but like we we put that that for some reason my my version of the song wasn't available on like spotify and apple music there was some weird thing and we we finally were able to get it up there because people kept asking they're like where's why can't i ever listen to it anywhere except youtube and so we got up there and it's like it's like like easily like currently not all time but one of my most popular songs like right now yeah currently. um yeah it's like definitely like you looked at like last 28 days of stream that's like number one like it's like just like crushing it and shazams too it's like you know it's funny getting all technical you know but you know you know what i'm talking about it's like that gets Shazam like in Mexico City like ten thousand times. Like, what the heck is going on down there? And like, I got to go out and play that song. Like, like, <laughs> like, here, never ever fallen in love. Let's go, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man, that's pretty cool though.
2: It's a good song. Uh, I love this song.
0: So, do you follow sports at all?
2: I do a bit, yeah.
0: Do you still follow Syracuse basketball?
2: Uh. I'm not like super tight as like all the players and like yeah. that heavy right now, but I know that, you know, we just we beat Notre Dame and then we just lost to Florida or Miami or something like the other night. Um uh and I and I and I know that when we came back against Notre Dame, uh that Beheim decided to put all the freshmen in. Yeah. And And I think there were four out of five freshmen on the floor and they came back and won after being down 12. And, and then the guy who was writing about it said a cool, interesting fact that he said was not hyperbole. Like the average age of the um, Syracuse team at that time was uh, 21.8, 21.8 years old. And the average age of like, the key core players for the Oklahoma, I want to say Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, was 21.6 years. Like they were like the, the same age as like an NBA team, even though they were all oh, wow. freshmen. So I was like, the Oklahoma City team is really young, uh, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting. But I guess with so many kids just like coming right out of high school now, I guess it's not that crazy to think about. Um, but at the, at the moment, I was like, whoa, you're an Orlando Magic fan down there? I we are them. so
0: so abby and i have been friends since middle school way back in uh or central florida orlando florida and um my family were, were like Knicks and bulls fans and when i started falling in love with basketball the magic were i mean everything penny shack and and i wanted to distance myself Th- this was my act of rebellion was like i'm gonna be a magic fan and it's forever you know
2: yeah uh, once I'll- you get a team like like you just stick with them like i've been a raiders fan since i was a little kid and i grew up in jersey mm-hmm. and everyone's like you weren't giants or jets i'm like no i was raiders because my older brothers were and i just followed whatever they did like they were my heroes and like we just uh, you know it was just i just loved them and in 84 when i was 9 10 they won the super bowl you know so it was like and then i've been let down ever since it's been horrible <laughs> um but uh we're in uh, my my my, my sister in law lived in orlando for years she lived in um in uh some starts with an m. M-, m-, m may park right near like maitland. rollins college maitland maitland she lived and we even went and went to her wedding there and went to visit her down there and had a good time and uh but she since she moved this year up to north carolina up to uh asheville uh, oh, so she's, yeah. not, she's not there anymore but she was living in maitland for a long time yeah wow wild. Abby, you were going to say something about basketball.
1: Oh, I was going to say that our average age is about
0: 21.6 as well. Yeah, we got it. we got a young exciting team just like the Thunder, man. Uh they're they're looking good. I also have to point out that I said, "Hey, Pete, are you a sports fan?" He goes, "Ah, not really." And then proceeded to drop some knowledge on us about Syracuse basketball. Well,
2: it. I'm like compared to my brothers, mm-hmm. like like, you know, they're like sports fans who know like every player on every team and they're following every game. And like, I'm not that like, like I go deep on the Raiders. I go, I love like the Raiders are like my favorite thing. Like I am I was telling my friends, I'm going to be depressed when football season ends. Like I love, I love NFL. I love college football, but cool. you know, but like, I don't know every player on every team. Um, but my brothers are like that. Like they know everybody. And uh, so that's what I meant. Um, I was also very into tennis for a while. I used to watch a lot of tennis. Love and I know tennis. the Australian Open is kicking off right now. And did Nadal actually lose last night? Or did he, what happened there? I didn't even know. I, I, he was in I, trouble. I don't know, I, man. I, I forgot to follow up on that. It was like, whereas I was falling asleep, I think my friend was saying something was going on, but I, I didn't check. But I didn't see any upset. Maybe he came back. I'll have to look it up after. But um, yeah, I love college hoops. I, I'm a Knicks fan. They're not bad right now, finally, for a minute. Hopefully they could... You know, uh, be okay uh, for once. It's been a long time. But long suffering with the Knicks and the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I'm a Yankee fan as well. Love the Yankees. Um, so
0: I moved to New York um, right after college. Lived there for you know a dozen years. Love New York. New York is home. Florida is definitely like I try to distance myself. So <clears throat> it's hard not to root for the Yankees, no matter where you come from. I love the Yankees too.
2: Yeah. The Yanks are good. They're a bit frustrating at the end of the season this year. Um, The Mets, the Mets are fun too. Like they were, they had a good start and they, they seemed promising. And I have a lot of friends who are Mets fans. I think I was a Mets fan that that's like the only team that I've kind of, as a little kid, it was hard, you know, when I'm in fifth, sixth grade and the Mets have, you know, you know, Daryl Strawberry and and included and Gary Carter and, you know, obviously they won the world series it was like that crazy year um uh i think it was the, the buckner that was the buckner thing through the legs yeah right? yeah yeah i remember like, me and all my friends were in my basement watching that and it was crazy you know and you know so i met fan and i kind of got away from it for a while and then when i came back to it you know i probably in like the early 90s i was a yankee fan and had some fun with that and, and still still am still. Yeah. but the season's long it's like i can't like my bro, again, my brothers, are like they'll get into the season uh, early, like right away. They're like paying attention. And I'm like, I can't, it's too long. I can't, like, I'll, 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 like, kind of know what's going on. I'll watch the standings, you know, here and there. But I, I don't get too invested until, you know, it gets a little more serious. You know? Yeah.
0: I, every year with ba- I'm more basketball. Every year I'm like, I'm going to watch every game of the Magic. I'm not going to admit. And then, it's out the window. And baseball, I'm like, if I can watch five minutes of a fraction of the game, I'm I'm happy. Or just put it on in the background, I'm, I'm happy.
2: <laughs> I don't I don't have the attention span so much for baseball anymore or even a whole game. It's just like, I think my phone did something in my brain. Have you heard of this? It's just like yeah. my attention. <laughs> have I heard of phones doing <laughs> yeah. something to your brains?
0: Yeah, I've heard of
2: this. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just like, oh, I could put it on the background, scroll around. Yeah on the weekends
0: game, like, on the weekends i've been uh in the height of baseball season you know like in the middle the stagnant times i'll put it on and, and read while it's ha- and then anytime i hear the volume go up i'm like yeah. something's happening
2: yeah yeah it's a yeah. lot of, a lot of waiting around i try but, to put uh, the
0: phone down
2: yeah that's why i need more of the 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 you know the later season the jeopardy like lose you know it's a big deal but like football is not like that for me i could watch every play of a football game like i just love i love it
0: our our producer extraordinaire here is a big football fan she can talk on this subject
2: are you up in montana or wyoming where are you you? Or are you
0: i'm in wyoming
2: okay Mm -hmm. they they might ban electric cars in wyoming yes for some reason i'm not sure why
1: Directly to spite California,
0: oh, I thought it was because of their damn their damn hippies that's why <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: automobiles and their coexist stickers or whatever you were saying. <laughs> oh, silly silly yeah, so
2: I only know that because of my friend who always sends me all things to rail me get me riled up. he sent me an article about that today, and I was like all right i'm not I'm not biting on this, but why <laughs> what's the what's the main City in Wyoming now. Where where,
1: where, where, Well, it depends on what side of the state you're on. On the east side, it's Laramie and Cheyenne. And on the west side, it's Jackson Hole.
2: Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole, I heard it's a great place. I heard it's pretty up there.
1: It's very pretty.
2: Yeah. It's
0: beautiful for a couple months out of the year.
2: I don't think I've ever... Of all, I've been to every state, Played. I don't know if I've ever played in Wyoming.
1: Why I think, would you?
2: I, I don't know. I mean, I, it's weird. I, I must, I think I would have. I played North Coast, South Dakota. I played uh, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, Utah, Colorado, Florida. Yeah, I've had fun. I, I was listening to David's david's horrible experiences in florida i'm like i've had all great shows in florida i love playing in florida it's just hard sometimes you don't want to go down because once you're in florida then you're kind of you're stuck and you got to stay in florida for a little bit because you got to go you know it's like it's this peninsula you know you know the yeah. deal um but i've always had fun shows there i had great great nice people yeah
0: we've written about it um and talked about it too where it's like uh F- florida's tough where uh not a lot of you know, you get like the arena bands and you get the like uh wintering, like what's the word I'm looking for? Old people bands. There you go. You know, like uh, I love them, but like a James Taylor or you get like a Pitbull and you know that that that's the middle, the indie, the folky. It's if they come, it's everyone, it's all hands on deck because. You know, they rarely come because of, and we've talked about this. It's the touring routes. It's like there's only one way in and one way out,
2: you know? Yeah. So you got to, like, you know, if you're playing it smart, you're going to, you're going to, you know, and if you're going to drive down to Miami and then just work your way up because you don't want to have to, like, work your way down and then work your way back up. But I mean, I guess you could, but, you know, kind of work your way. eh, It's silly to even talk about this, but. (laughs) <laughs> I played Orlando Calling. That was a fun festival. I remember oh, that. Cool, yeah. yeah, that was a good time.
0: Very and I, first, cool.
2: I my guitar got lost and uh and a really nice guy uh loaned me a guitar and I'm forgetting his name right now, but he's he's like a great singer-songwriter, and I'm spacing on his name. What the heck's his name? He's in the uh, rank and tours. You know, it's that he's like uh
0: Jack yeah, no, white. No.
2: <laughs> not yeah jack what no not him the other the, the other guy the other guy uh who's the other guy brendan 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 Brendan. Ben- yeah yeah he hooked me up with a guitar to play i remember he he came down he was like here you go and just set me up he was a good good man
0: oh man that's cool we need to get him on the pod to talk about this
2: yeah he'd be a good guest
0: okay was your song strange condition ever on uh a shitty wb show
2: True, probably true.
0: <laughs> so are you getting any like 15 cent royalty checks for like Jack and Jill or Dawson's Creek or I don't know. Felicity.
2: Um you, you don't I don't look at the like the fine lines of where it's all coming from, okay. you know. Um but typically those songs back then I hate that I have to say back then so much. I'm old now. I'm an old timer. I've been in this game a long time, you guys. Well, the '90s doing... are only ten years ago.
0: I've been. A, I need my
2: record. My first record came out in 2001, but I did make it in 1999. Uh, but they. uh It's weird that the '90s are like the '60s, like when I was in, you know, the growing up in the '80s, and I think of the '60s. Shit, the '90s are more like the '50s. Then I can't. All right, yeah. forget it. Forget it. Don't mm-hmm. do it. You're hurting. Don't do it. <laughs> It's looking nuts. We've done it. Um,
1: you don't want to go down that road. Yeah,
2: it's mind boggling. <laughs> but like um yeah but you know back then they'd pay you like a decent a nice licensing fee, you know, for to use your song. And a lot of people discovered it. There are a lot of those like shows people like like I think just another just another was in Dawson's Creek, which I never still to this day have never even seen to be honest. Um but I know that it was like played in some song where the two leads like maybe katie holmes another guy do have a dance or something that's like a big moment and now i noticed uh people talking about it it got back to me that since it's it's become popular on netflix or something but they don't they didn't license relicense all the songs so they put different music in uh for certain songs and i'm one of those artists they didn't even like put it in for the Netflix, uh, which would have been, would have been nice. I think people would have been a good opportunity for maybe people to rediscover that song, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, funny. (laughs) We're going to move on from the
0: time travel. Uh, (laughs) What kind of peanut butter are you using in the Yorn household?
2: We don't have any peanut butter. Uh, it's pretty rarely that we go to it no one's allergic to it. We like peanut butter. I love it. So that's like a bus thing. I remember on a tour bus, we'd always have peanut butter and jelly and it would be in, in, you know, in our rider. So we'd always just like every night there'd be like a brand new thing of peanut butter. And I, I, I actually like crunchy, but oh, I'll do okay. smooth. I'll do smooth too. Uh, typically it was like I grew up with smooth. People usually would make me one with smooth. But if I had my option, there was crunchy around, I'll take crunchy. Uh, and, I like uh, that
0: you're calling it smooth
2: what else do they call it what like, do you call it creamy oh is it creamy
0: yeah but i like smooth creamy creamies has a, a like a, a connotation now like moist where it's like gross <laughs> uh
2: yeah creamy i went creamy, yeah
0: creamy bb yeah but i used uh,
2: to like that was my go-to on the like after a show of getting on the bus and i would make myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and uh, have a big uh, like almond milk or milk whatever we had and then i just go pass out and like every night i'd be like dude you can't eat another peanut butter and jelly sandwich you can't do it again i'd be like i'm doing it i'm doing it i love them they're so good
0: i'm surprised you do as a dad because i feel like the one thing when you're they're like here's your baby also here's a gift basket here's peanut and it like comes with peanut unless you're they're allergic but uh, it's such a kid staple you know it's such a go-to.
2: The micro, like she just loves her main go-to is tomato cucumbers. You cut up some tomatoes and cucumbers and put some balsamic vinegar and olive oil and a stash of salt. That's what she eats. It's oh. so California flex, right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're in Florida. We're like, here's some nuggets. See you later.
2: Yeah, we like that too. She loves her her favorite thing. She like she, she said she loves the mozzarella sticks at Burger King and and she was like at some point it occurred to her, like, they should rename it mozzarella stick king. And I was like, Yeah, they should. It's That's good. good. Yeah.
0: That's good. Your uh <laughs> your daughter also sounds like Richard Pryor or something. I don't know. I just had like a <laughs> they should call it mozzarella stick king. Yeah. They have mozzarella sticks at Burger King.
2: Yeah, they got pretty good ones. Yeah, you get them four or eight, I think. Uh and oh, she, I'll see
0: you guys later. That's our pot. I'm gonna go get some mozzarella sticks.
2: She loves them. Burger King got me. I, I was eating it a little too much. Uh, with me and my wife, always even when we first met, we, we used to bond over the the old school long chicken sandwich. You know the yeah. original chicken sandwich. <laughs> we cut it in half. We'd share one. We like loved that sandwich. And we were going. I started adding on like a regular cheeseburger too. Like we'll get the chicken sandwich, but we're we're So let me get a little let me get a little cheeseburger too. Just a straight up burger. And one the other day one got me and I got like a bellyache for like a week. Oh, I I I think I trace it back to that. Yeah. But
0: back oh. in my drinking days, Burger King was the hangover. It was like Dr. Pepper and like a burger, yeah, burger and French fries just loaded up. Yeah. Oh wow, man. It's, Dr. Uh, Pepper
2: goes best with Taco Bell. That was like mean, my jams. I Dr. Pepper with Taco Bell like every day for years. I was just like, oh my God, that's the greatest thing ever. We love some Taco Bell here on uh, Bothering the Bear. we had to pick
0: a dream sponsor, I think it'd be Taco Bell. Abby used to work at a Taco
2: Bell. You did? You worked that there? Yeah, I wrote the song Burrito specifically to try and work that angle. <laughs> People don't know that. I and, and well, I, didn't, I, I named it that, you know, and it didn't, it didn't work out for me on that. I haven't been able to kind of, I got to get that in there. Still. We got to
0: tweet Taco Bell and be like, all right, your new jingle Go to guy is Pete Yorn
2: and twenty with the twenty four hour ones. You know, like come on over tonight, oh, yeah. come on over this morning. Let's go. I think it's like all right. I said I'm doing it. I'm doing it later. I'm gonna tweet right. it. I'm <laughs> just saying
1: that the guy that wrote that Whopper jingle is making bank right now, and I freaking hate that song, but it is in my head all day.
2: <laughs> That's what they're designed. They're designed to be earworms. The jingles, yes, yeah. <laughs>
0: It's, we're having a grand old time a uh, couple more questions and pete townsend or peter frampton
2: Townsend all day
0: all right you passed the test
2: no offense to frampton he seemed cool i heard he him interviewed on maybe howard stern a couple of years ago and he was rad and he's he he i think he was fighting cancer a little bit but i think he beat it but um i mean you know he he had a great great career but i was never that into the music um, even though I think he's a really respected guitar player like first like known for that um, but Pete Townsend in the who is you know they're just a whole different thing Oh, yeah. of
0: course different animal that's the correct answer again no judgment on bothering the band there are no right or wrong but that is the right answer and I have to ask because it just hit me what's the weird mouth thing that Frampton blows into
2: Oh yeah. It's like, no, what they, is
0: that shit?
2: I forget what they call it. They call it a uh
0: Stevie Van Zant did it for a second too. Well,
2: yeah. Not, like, not
0: Van Zant. Who's uh Richie Sambora did it? That's who I'm
2: thinking of. Yeah, wow, wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, he did it on on uh on uh, like it's my life
0: it's now or never.
2: <laughs> he did it on a little bit on prayer on on prayer on you know living on a prayer yeah. living on a prayer i don't want to say save a prayer I to render in living on the prayer um i forget what I it's what called it's call- i know what it oh yeah help uh, us what's it called
1: my, it's funny my parents called and asked me this they go you know music things we have a question and it was like a month or so ago um but i do believe that you are talking it's called the talk box
0: that's it. I thought it was. I had a like a more romantic or or technical thing in my brain.
2: Google that shit. You know, was like, second, Two talk seconds. Box. Don't, don't ask me. Box. Talk box, Maybe on, sounds yeah. sounds close. I feel, part of me is like, it's close. Something box.
0: It has a, a little. But it under, might just
2: be. understated stupidity. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. Google so, it. Yeah, it's a talk box. He said it, so. Like. It's a talk It's a talk box. And uh it was the high the Heil, H E I L talk box used for the Phantom Comes Alive tour and album. Yeah. yep. Yeah.
1: And then Living on a Prayer.
0: And then Living on a
2: Prayer. All right. Um bringing it back could... to Jersey, bringing it back to Jersey. <laughs> When's the last time you were in Jersey? Um this summer.
0: I like jersey man jersey you know even living in new york jersey you know this jersey gets a bad rap but you go like west jersey and it's beautiful it's like woods and shit
2: oh yeah most people they fly in they see jersey city and newark and and you know by the airport and seems kind of you know uh like a lot of Refineries and smoke and all that, but it's really be- it's the Garden State, you know. They, it's beautiful. Yeah, they get yeah. great blueberries, tomatoes, farms. Really beautiful, but good beaches. That's
0: awesome. where your daughter gets her tomatoes from. That's where we fly. Bre- we fly breakfast. them all in from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, you're a hometown tomato fan. Uh, <laughs> are you able to? You don't have to do it, and you could just say yes or no. Are you able to text Scarlett Johansson?
2: am I able to if I yeah. wanted to yeah of course all right that's how I that's being my way of communicating with her I don't talk on the phone really at all except to my mom I call my mom every day um because she gets sick of texting me um but yeah most people I just text
0: yeah no I, it's just more of a funny thing to be like you could just text her and Colin Jost right now. I think that's wild. Like Abby, Abby, you know, runs the ship here. She, I always tell her, I'm like, text David Cross, see what he's doing.
2: Yeah, see what Cross (laughs) is up (laughs) to.
0: Thinking about it. (laughs) Oh man, that's pretty wild. He got some good tunes with Scarjo. Was was that a fun little thing?
2: Yeah, that was amazing. That was uh, that was something that that was like, you know, just had this like idea, and I was like, wanted to. Wanted to like press forward with it and she was down. I caught her at the right time, I caught her at the time where she was like wanted to kind of get in, sing some songs, you know. And uh, we had she's we had got a, a lot, great voice,
0: man. So
2: yeah, since then, she's gone on like you know, if you, if you have a kid, you know, those sing movies that probably like oh, yeah, sing too. She plays a little porcupine and she <laughs> sings, sings the heck out of all those songs and she's really come into her own. And and uh, and but I just always thought she was would be a cool singer you know
0: oh that's cool man that's very cool okay do you keep your car clean and there's Uh, a a postscript to this inside and or outside
2: um i used to keep it really dirty like in fact my wife was reminding me of this she was talking about the other day how when she first met me my my back seat was just Tons of garbage and water bottles and empty, like fast food bags. Like I would just throw everything back there and I would never clean it out. And now I do keep my, my car clean, but more so outside. Like I'm, I don't like, every, I'm not like, I don't get like a detail. Uh, I'll just like run it through the, like the car wash where like, you know, you can just drive through yourself. Um, and yeah. That's about it. And what every once in a while, if it gets a little too dusty up on the dash i'll like okay i'll clean that off and i'll vacuum i got a a vac i could vacuum the floor mats and stuff so i keep it i keep it pretty good
0: the back seat is not filled with burger king um mozzarella stick wrappers or whatever
2: they come in yeah no in fact we got we got the sticks the other day and also I hear clunk, and I'm like, what? She's like, I dropped one, and I'm like, oh. and she dropped it, and then it fell, like, into the door compartment, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I am like we can not leave it back there. It's going to stink, and I'm driving, and I'm like, oh. and and then when we got home, I made sure my wife opens the door, and she's like, I don't see it. I'm like, it's in the door, little, little cut out, and she's yeah. <laughs> she grabbed it, but yeah, who knows what's on it? Like, she has like a little booster seat still. Oh, yeah. But back in the days when it was like a car seat, I would like have to take once you put those in, you want to take them out. And like when I did finally take them out, like my lease was up or whatever, I'd be like there'd be so much like crumbs and crap under that seat. I'm like, oh, so many yeah. pretzels yeah. <laughs> and, and veggie straws. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so many. Yeah, That's hilarious. Uh, solidarity with that one. Do you follow us on Instagram?
2: No, but I will now.
0: Yes, you better. And everyone listening, follow Bothering the Band on Instagram. And yours is just Pete Yorn. No spaces, no underscores. It's his name. He's got the blue check mark.
2: Follow back. You guys are already following me. I'm following you back. Yeah, man. We
0: know know what we're doing.
2: All right. You got about 1,123 followers. You guys are kicking off good. I like it.
0: We're doing all right. We're having fun. That's what this
2: is all about. I like it. You're anti-racism. That's good. Good look. Everything good. Yeah. Hey, is that Penfield?
0: That is Penfield. I We're trying to Penfield. get him on
2: the pod. Want me to text Penfield?
0: Yeah, you got Penfield's number?
2: I'll text Penfield. I'll say I did a wonderful podcast with buying and the Band, and, and they would love to have you. And uh, you guys got to reach out.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Uh, feel free to text ScarJo too if you want to.
2: <laughs> she, I can't promise you she's going to hit me back, but she's, she's, she's a mysterious lady, mysterious girl.
0: We had the proprietor of a record store in your neck of the woods called Rockaway Records.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great store. Is it still
0: Great. there? Yeah, they're still mm-hmm. there. There's still. I used
2: to go there back in my early in the in the mid nineties. Go there, back. Yeah, good times.
0: So we had Wayne Johnson and we found in an effort to get Matt Pinfield, we we found Matt Pinfield wearing a Rockaway Records shirt online. So we put a shirt up, we put a post up of Matt Pinfield wearing the shirt for that episode. a very convoluted way of saying, hey Matt, do you are your...
2: damn did you have the you had the rock on?
0: No.
1: <laughs> the owner of Rockaway Records, Records. is Wayne. Johnson. johnson oh
2: okay, <laughs> okay. and one Thank of you, our Abby.
1: questions was how frequently do you get confused with
2: Dwayne? Dwayne. Johnson? okay yeah, it's a reasonable question okay all right well justin i texted pinfield i don't know if you can see that there it looks like it's waiting out but
0: oh my god what a freaking fantastic thing oh my god i'm like
2: he'd be fun to have because he is he you know yeah. matt he's he's he's, he's like he is, you know, you he know, he's an encyclopedia. He's really He's the fun.
0: encyclopedia, yeah. yeah. I have to say, my hands are like sweating right now. I'm like uh, excited, nervous. Oh my goodness. Um, it was like this right before you came on too. I was telling Claire, I was like, oh my goodness. That's Pete, good. Uh, Pete, I think you'll like this question. Uh, if you could interview any musician, live or dead, who would you interview? And there's a follow-up question once you say who you're going to interview
2: these type of questions you know you, it could be a million different things uh but i would say if i can interview anyone live or dead jesus christ oh my gosh well this this might Bowie, help. Bowie, Bowie.
0: Bowie seems to be the answer on here so in the vein of bothering the band keeping in mind our silly questions of peanut butter and 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 burger king what silly question would you ask bowie
2: the one one came right to my head and it's a stupid question i the first one that i'll just say the first one that popped in my head and it is uh are the spiders from mars
1: perfect it's perfect
2: It's, it's amazing amazing yeah i've been seeing a lot of interviews of bowie pop up on instagram lately like ones i've never clips i've never seen and he's he was so uh, he was so like his instincts about where the internet was heading and and uh, you know just kind of all that stuff are so spot on and being an artist and he talks about you know you don't want to be too safe as an artist like you want to feel like you kind of went out a little too deep out of your depth so your maybe your feet could just your tiptoes could just touch the bottom if you needed to but you're a little floating like whoa like that's a good place to be you don't want to be too safe and you don't want to be too out of your element but this little balance there he talks about that and i was thinking about that the other day um but uh yeah he was very sentient i don't know if the the sentience probably not the right word uh, but he was very uh uh he he predicted what the internet would become and where it would take would take us and it's still evolving obviously but he said it very early like it's like an early 90s interview it's pretty cool yeah
0: oh absolutely and i abby you want to you want to chime in here Now, um, you are not the first guest to, to bring up that I, we know exactly what interview you're talking about and, uh, and it is quite mind blowing. He, he definitely was an alien and had, you know, these smart perceptions of things. And that, uh, that one interview you're talking about on YouTube has come up quite a bit on the pod.
2: Yeah. Well, cool.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, and final question, what's the future hold for
2: Pete Yorn? I don't know. Um, you never know, but, uh, hopefully it's, it's more good energy, uh, good times with my family, more creative, uh, endeavors, more music, uh, hopefully a return to playing some more, more frequent live shows. And, um, a good health and happiness for all around
0: them. oh man well said well said
2: uh everyone listening
0: uh do yourself a, a, a favor and listen to hawaii the new record from pete yorn it is top to bottom amazing pete
2: anything else you want to tell the people about okay well i love songs like that but I'm, uh you know and so it's cool it's cool yes listen to hawaii people listen to hawaii it's listen to we- opal
0: listen to why listen yeah do it <laughs>
2: I believe that my two finest albums are my last two records that I've made. So I encourage anyone who hasn't discovered them yet, who might be stuck on stuff I did twenty years ago plus whatever, to go discover these new records and 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 decide for themselves. And you know, if not, that's cool. But I, I do I think they're I think they're 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 some of my my my, my finest work, and I appreciate I appreciate the time you guys. And go uh, try them.
0: Burger King's mozzarella sticks. Absolutely. Pete, thank you so much for doing our show. That's this has been incredible and we we had a blast, man. Um this has been bothering the band with Pete
2: Yorn. Thanks you guys. Good times.